We are looking at Genesis chapter 3 this week, and this is sin's entry into the story. We're focusing now on God's response to sin, which means we jump down to verse 14. And this is where the text is indented because we move into some poetry Perhaps, since nobody seemed to get his words right, uh, God is making them a little bit more uh, memorable and uh, memorizable. Uh, So, the first to be called onto the carpet is the serpent, sort of Satan's representative in in this whole thing. And uh, God says, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. Now, First thing to realize here is that this is a curse. The suggestion is that hardships, some of the hardships uh, are going to be additional above and beyond the natural consequences of making a bad decision. There are generally bad consequences of sin. Sin is ultimately stupid behavior. If we were all knowing and had a perfect uh, heart, a perfect ability to control our actions, Uh, we would never sin because sin is ultimately stupid behavior. And if we could see that, if we were all-knowing, getting in all good, we would certainly see that. Uh, There's a sense in which we reap what we sow and the consequences of sin is bad reaping. And there 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 is pain in the system. But in addition to there being natural consequences, there is also a curse. So imagine that a child has been told by their parents over and over, don't, uh, don't touch the, the, the stove. The stove is hot. Don't touch the stove. Don't touch the stove. Don't touch the stove. And uh, they touch the stove. <laughs> well, the natural consequences of that are going to be that they're going to burn their finger. Uh, there may be additional consequences, right? They may, they may get a timeout. They may get their hands slapped. I, I mean, there may be something that the parent is doing to try and say, like, you're now going to be punished. In addition to reaping what you sow, you're going to be punished. And so there is a curse that is, uh, that is going to be uh, divine judgment on display here in Genesis 3. And a lot of people don't like this because that's not their view of God. So I just want to... You know, pause here as we're early in Genesis uh, and say, you need to be certain that your understanding of God is God as he is revealed in Scripture. Many people have a misconception of God. They imagine, for instance, that God is just like them, only bigger or maybe bigger and better. And that is not necessarily the way the Bible describes God. There are a number of attributes of God uh, in which we have, we share characteristics of this, and God is simply this magnified, right? We have, we are, we can also be loving, but God's love is purified and magnified. So there's a sense in which there's a bunch of communicable attributes, is what theologians refer to them as. Ways that we are like God, God is like us, we're sharing some things, but he's just bigger and better. There are another whole set of ways in which God is actually very different than us, and we don't have those characteristics at all, not even in a small way. So so you have to understand that that God is different than us and, and that God is revealing himself on the pages of Scripture. And one of the things that we learn is that God does get angry. And we think, well, that's not good. 
Well, God's anger is not like our anger. He doesn't lose control. He doesn't make irrational decisions when he's angry, as we often do. But understand that, um, that God does get angry. And that actually is a, an honest, normal, understandable thing. If, if um, you know, so I, we have a young granddaughter, 13 months old. Like, if you try to hurt <laughs> our granddaughter, the response that you're going to get is going to be anger uh, out of us, out of anybody that loves this, this child, right? If you try to, I don't know, hurt her or break her arm or something, it's like there's going to be repercussions because, uh, and there's going to be anger. And that's, a, that's actually a good response to that situation. So um, understand that the serpent is going to be cursed by God. And uh, we read about that. The Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all the livestock and all the wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and eat dust all the days of your life. You aspire to be, my, to be like me, to be God. You aspire to be up here. You're going to crawl on your belly. Obviously, lots of uh, parallels and, and overtones to all of that. So, uh, and then, lest you think you've won the day, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to, uh, I'm going to put enmity between you and, and uh, the seed of woman, uh, or between you and woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, you will strike his heel. So, we're going to keep looking at this. Lots to talk about today. I want to get to this idea that there, there's punishment in addition to consequences for sin. Have a good day.